Hey guys, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Become the Wolf podcast. It is episode 11 and I am joined by the amazing, the incredible, the unbelievable Rob Santos. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Not too bad. I was wondering where he's going to go this time with it. I was waiting. I was waiting. That was off the cuff. That was all me. That was all me. That wasn't pre-prepared. That was just how I feel about you. It's all right. Then. So, news, because I don't want to say it, but you should say it. What should I say? What, what's, happen- what's happening or happened in the world of Davy Hoops? Well, you'd be pleased to hear, guys. I have had a haircut. I'm looking pretty fresh. I've had a shave as well, so I'm feeling pretty good. Is that what you mean? You know exactly what I mean, but <laughs> I'm not saying it in case I get in trouble for saying it. Oh, I, <laughs> I got my PhD last week. I officially became a doctor. It's going to do like a fanfare. I was like, damn it, I should, I should have said something. Cut, ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do some cheers. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's awesome work. So we have, so introducing... Dr. Davy Hoops. For the first time. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's it, that's guys. It, we've, got, we've got a doctor <laughs> on the podcast. We have gone to new heights, new levels. New levels. It's going to open up more doors. I don't know. I don't know what, we'll what's see. it going to do. It just, <laughs> yeah. it, just sounds, it just sounds good. <laughs> it just sounds good. <laughs> if you've got any uh, complaints or any problems with anyone, you know, uh, feel free to write right into uh, Dr. Davy Hoops at the Legacy Partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what a, what a couple of days though last week. It was hard, mate. It was, I know we like had a, it was like a sabbatical from talking to each other because it was such a horrendous process. It's just being lazy, guys. He's not really a doctor. He just didn't want to do any work. He's just pretending. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> no, we're joking. We're joking. No, it's great news. It's good. Finally done. Another Finally chapter. Done. Chapter six, of your life six done. Six years done. Six years. Six years. Oh. That's a long time to be doing something, isn't it? Yeah, stuff like that. And ages. also, by the way, this is kind of useful for people listening. The last month, so November 2020, whenever you're listening to this, was the most, um, I don't know, not stressful month, but anxiety-inducing month. It's the most anxious I've ever been and in terms of like an event, normally, you know, a lot of the time we have these quite, quite stressful events where you're like public, public speaking or doing whatever or deadlines. And that deadline turns to like excitement. So like there's a part of it where it's like, yes, it's scary, but there's also a part where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to do this. But with this, it was literally just anxiety the whole time. And no matter how, you know, I try and think about, oh, like, you know, imagine getting through it. Imagine getting your PhD, finishing this. I'd, I'd have to work really hard to keep myself in that excited state. Um, I was able to do that. Otherwise, I would have just collapsed. But, you know, it was real, real work to kind of try and keep control of the anxiety. Um, so I, I just think that was really interesting. That's definitely the most anxious I've ever been like thinking about an event but uh yeah but i'll be interested to tell you yeah so as this is a podcast all about mindset 
self-development, exercise, fitness, nutrition, all things mm. coming superhuman. Yeah. And obviously we specialize a lot more with things to do around mental health and stuff. So you're talking about anxiety. How did you cope with it? Or didn't yeah. You? yeah. <laughs> at, time, at times I feel like um, I didn't at times, but you know, in the last, the first two weeks of November, when it was kind of like, shit, I've got 26 days to go or something, it'll tell me the exam or, or the viva. Like I was really up and down and I kind of had to give myself a, a shake and be like, you know, remember who you are. You're a fucking wolf. This isn't how you, how we go on. Um, and, and start to do the things that had got me to, to where, you know, where we are. So reframing every opportunity is, um, you know, that, that excitedness, that moment of, you know, imagine getting through this. This is when all the hard work will come out. Um, really focusing on what was making me anxious. And that was the uh, the content of what I was going to be asked about. So it meant I had to put in a lot of hard work on the areas that I was unsure of. But again, that then allowed me to feel competent in, in what I was going to be asked about. So that reduced my anxiety again. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really solidified my belief of kind of confidence equals competence or, or competence equals confidence. I'm a huge believer in that even more so even more than I was because I've really was really struggling at a point, but then, you know, you put in a hundred hours in library, for example, and, you know, learn about what I was going to be asked and suddenly feel a lot better. Um, I had a plan in terms of exercising. So I, was, I ran three times, at least three times a week uh, until injury cut me short um, but that that definitely helped, and I just feel so that excitedness started to to kind of creep in when I was running. So I'd run, feel awesome, be like, you know, what, I'm going to fucking smash this, rather than being worried about it. Um, and even after the run, I was like, I'm completely pumped to fucking to do this. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of a a, comp, a confidence equals competence thing. And then, then on the day, I had a, a, a routine mapped out. So if you've got like a job, a big job interview, a big presentation, um, always, always map out what that looks like. Things like having your suit ready the day before, close out, you know, what time you're getting up, what you need to do in the morning. So I, I had a long dog walk planned, um, time to shower, time to eat breakfast. So it's the only day I actually eat breakfast. When, I, when I've got a big thing coming up because I find it settles my stomach rather than having a sick feeling. That's just something I've, I've developed in the past. Um, and it, it, again, lowers my anxiety, which I find is useful. Um, and yeah, having that kind of... And just taking each step as it comes. So have you ever seen... Uh, have you ever seen Friends when Chandler and Monica are getting married? Yeah. So Chandler, so basically, if, if you haven't seen Friends, Chandler's really worried or nervous about getting married. And Ross, his best man, essentially breaks the day down into steps. So it's like, right, you, you go and put your suit on. Okay, you tick. Next step, you put your shoes on. Tick. Right, let's get to the venue. Tick. So you're focusing on each of these small steps. So you're not thinking about that, that nervous, terrifying event, essentially. And then the nervous, terrifying event gets here, but... You haven't thought about it, so you haven't had time to worry. 
and then you're into it and suddenly the adrenaline's pumping it's it's uh, you know you're, you're into your flow and um that's exactly what what i did so i broke my day down into those those steps and then uh how it works is you have a an exam so i had a three-hour verbal exam it's basically like a three-hour interview and um you know did that and then immediately you get sent out of the room so i it was a virtual one but i got sent out of the room had half an hour by myself was brought back in to tell get told if i'd pass or failed so uh thankfully i passed so uh there you go mate there's a, an overview of of where november was for me oh, that's it's good there's loads of really important bits of information there that could really help anyone else that's going through something similar you know you might not be going for doctor and things but we all have challenges and stuff that come up or you know it might be your job you going for like you said or just something that's causing you that bit of anxiety so some really good points in there especially the um that episode of friends was actually on the other day the one that you're talking about oh really yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, claire loves claire loves friends so she's always always watching yeah. it um and it was on the other day but that's a great way of stopping those what ifs yeah that constant which is what brings on that anxiety anyway that kind of well exactly looking yeah. that yeah looking into that future of a future that may not even happen and things so by having those sort of steps and controlling it i used to do the same when uh whenever i had something coming up or uh when i'd done those few fights and things in tie boxing and stuff i had set routines yeah. i do that yeah. day to try and kind of calm the nerves and keep your mind off it and until you need to kind of put it you know get your mind in the game and and go for it so what uh so anyone that is going through anything similar or just you know you just got that severe anxiety around something that they're doing it could be job interview it could be same sort of thing you know qualification driving yeah. test whatever it is that they're doing you know because they will bring up um for different people's different perceptions around around what's going on what would be your i'm going to go three tips i was going to say five but what would be your top three Unless you've got five, then give us five. But if not, go for three. Top three tips to deal with a stressful... Yeah, uh, to, deal with, to deal with something. Yeah, to deal with something similar. Similar sort yeah. of thing. So not just anxiety in general, but just... Because even though that will still help in general, but um, yeah. Yeah. just something that they might be worrying about, like in a big event that they can't yeah. get out of, first speech ever or something, yeah. you know, all those I think things. The, the, the main, the biggie, the big number one is that competence versus confidence thing. So what is it that's making you worried? What are you anxious about? And if that is the content, so... A speech, for example, uh, the content of, of what you're going to have an exam about or the qualification, um, you know, may, maybe it's something different. What What is it that's making you anxious? Because you can then essentially, you know, really focus on that for a little while and build up your, your competence of, or your knowledge. Um, and then, you know, that, that you'll start to feel confident. Um, if it's more, uh, so that would be the first one. What Break down, what is it actually you're anxious about? Um, and then you know what to target. So you can then really focus in on that. Um, the next one would be, um, you know, reframing. As always, it's one of my favorite things. Try to, to, to reframe this as a as an opportunity, as an exciting event, as a door that's about to open. Yes, it's a, a scary door, but... A lot of things that are worth having don't come easy. And that's why a lot of people don't, don't get those things. So, um, you know, you've got to be brave. Uh, you've got to see this as an opportunity. It's an opportunity to, to show that wolf. Um, and funnily enough, I know I sent this to you, mate, but on my, basically I had a whiteboard behind my laptop screen 
and on up just above where the camera is, I had written, I am a wolf. Um, and it was something I just kept looking at when I was feeling a little bit nervous in the exam. It just kind of brought me, it was my anger. It brought me back down to earth um, and, uh, you know, allowed, allowed me to feel like that wolf and develop that confidence. So first one, um, competence, <laughs> excuse me, competence of the topic. Second one, reframe it as an opportunity and get really pumped for it. And third one, you know, this is probably more personal to you, but it would be kind of around what, what does that, you know, what do the couple of weeks before that look like? What does the day look like? Um, giving yourself a little bit of structure. Does does exercise help? It will help. So build that in and allow yourself to develop that routine that's going to allow you to really thrive, thrive on the day. But I think that, you know, repetition in this situation. So if it's a speech, practice in your speech, um, interviews, practice your interview questions, it all really helps. And it's all just about developing that that confidence so you know i know you've mentioned this when you you were talking about a presentation i think you delivered at uni like the the reason we feel anxious is because you know we haven't haven't prepared properly a lot of the time or we don't we haven't um haven't got that confidence or, or we don't believe we have that competence yet so i think just preparing well and if you've done say you know a thousand hours of preparation you spoke to everyone you've you've had a structure, a routine, you've exercised, you know, if you've left no, no um, kind of thing un, un, unlooked at, then, you know, you, you've had a, if you've had a good go is what I call it, then, you know, there's no reason to feel anxious because you've, you've ticked all of these boxes. So yeah, they would be my, my top tips. If you've got a big event coming, get your, um, get yourselves organized and really, really see this as an exciting opportunity and, uh, you know, build up that confidence. Yeah, that's good. And again, there's some really good points in there, especially with, you know, you've got that affirmation about, you know, you are a wolf yeah. and things like that. All these little things, they're, they're proven to help. And there's so many more stuff people can do, but they're proven to help. But again, you even said it, it's still personal to you. Because what might work for some one person, you know, some people don't like affirmations and things. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to sit there and read that. But like you mentioned, uh, going for a run, you come back off of that feeling great, pumped, you know, ready to go. And yeah. again, you know, we spoke about it before. Exercise is proven to do that. It yeah. gives you, um, you helps you gain clarity. It gives you that, uh, that, that kind of like power sort of. Um, well, that's it. And, and so, yeah, and and something that that happens. So I I don't tend to do affirmations daily. Um, they're just not, I, I, I feel that I, I, what I do is very good already as, it, you know, I, I have enough confidence at the moment where I, I you know, I, I feel like I, I already know how to thrive. But what I, when I'm in those situations before, um, you know, a big event, I do use affirmations. It's almost like a, an extra, it's like a booster almost, yeah. like a, you press the little, the NOS button in the on Fast and Furious car. Um Cause you know, I did that like, you know, the other week I was in, in a public bathroom or toilet. Um, there was no one else in there, but I wouldn't have, have minded anyway, where I looked in the mirror and said like, you know, when those nerves were coming, I was like, you can fucking do this. You are, you are fucking great at this. You are a fucking wolf. And you know, I, I said, I repeated that a few times. And when then I was like, fucking hell, right. I do that. I also do this thing where I, I do this, because I have a Superman costume underneath. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so anyone, <laughs> so, anyone who can't see, he's, uh, yeah. he's uh, imagine he's putting his top open like Superman. Superman yeah. does. 
exactly yeah, yeah. and i like i do that and i step through and out um and kind of use use that as almost like a power pose or, or kind of an anchoring as well and yeah. you just like puff your, i puff my chest out and you know these these small changes of state um they almost transform you and uh you know it, it does and, and one of the comments just from the people who did the exam were like you you came across so confident in what you were saying even though you know inside I was have battling all of these things I was affirming what I was thinking I was uh real reframing it you know as the interview was going on so you know it's it's a technique it's a these are all tools that you can use all the time whenever you start to feel anxious boom that will reframe no this is an opportunity yes carry on um so so yeah i think it's it was nice for me to be able to really practice what we preach over the last month and um really really just become that wolf for after after you know have dealing with some some anxiety so yeah it was good and that's good back. i really like the uh the power stances and things like that because um, yeah. anyone who's worked for us who are listening and things that like, I love anchors and things you know building those new uh, pathways to a movement it could be an affirmation it could be whatever it is that triggers a story or a feeling or whatever you need in that moment and things um, so I, so I I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I like where this so I think you know so guys just if you're watching this is wasn't going to go this route but I think you know dealing with anxiety or de and dealing with these big events that you might have coming up or want to come up might be an interesting kind of topic to kind of carry on with so Rob what what would you you know we've had some scary events in the past and you mentioned anchoring and power poses you know what what is that for, for those who may not be sure what what are they and you know what does that look like you know when are these okay so i'll have to try to try and describe this now without without my little notes with me so anchoring i love anchoring anchoring is kind of like um a good way to describe an anchor would be we can have you know uh resourceful unresourceful anchors so a lot of the times when you're working with someone and we talk about anchors and things you first start talking about it they're a bit sort of like, mm, how's that going to work and, and so on and as we get into it they sort of realize oh actually there's a lot lot behind it and the point of an anchor is we can kind of anchor a um like a feeling emotional connection to a movement it could be you know you tapping your fingers together i know people can't see it could be clenching a fist it could be a power pose it could be uh i actually worked with someone the other day one of our clients our private clients uh, on an anchor on a visualization technique that we done through nlp where he then come up with a positive affirmation over what is when we was working on limiting beliefs and things like that turning limiting belief to power and belief got a visualization of like a, uh, a movie that he was playing in his mind. And then we got an affirmation to go with that movie. So then when he says it, it should relate, it should get this movie going, which then gives, you know, make it, when we was doing it, he was smiling, he was feeling like really good and all these things. And that's what you're trying to get. You're trying to get an emotional response, but um, anchoring. And again, like I said, when we do it with clients and we talk to people, um, good people to sort of look at are sports people because they tend to have like, oh, I've got my lucky socks or I have yeah. to like footballers, they come out and they tap like the top of, yeah. Yeah. Um, as they're stepping out into yeah. the pitch, yeah. they're anchors because they've, in their head, they've built this connection with, I have to do that movement. I have to tap that because that gives me luck before going on. Yeah. Or that gives me power or it gives me confidence. Um, and that's kind of what an anchor is. And then the same can be an unresourceful anchor. Another way to describe it would be, and we've all got people like this. You could just hear their name 
and it gets you angry straight away. You automatically, it just gives you that response of, oh, that person really annoys me. And you only have to hear their name. And it might not even be that person. It might be someone who's got the same name, but you automatically, your body just kind of goes, oh, don't like them. Um, So that's an anchor as well. So this is where you can kind of use them. And like I said, we can use anchors. Um, I know counsellors, psychologists and things use them quite a lot with, with people that suffer with mental health issues and, um, and challenges where cause I know one person used to tap his fingers together right and that was when when he was anxious and it they connected like feelings of um like calm and confidence and all these sort of things of it and he'd have a different kind of feeling for each different finger and and stuff like that um, and they were things he could do without people noticing because he, he was quite scared yeah. of going outside he was agoraphobic um so he would do that and he wouldn't you know people can't see him he could have his hand in his pocket uh, great one for kids as well you can anchor uh, like a stone or something so they've got something to feel so you know rather than being anxious and like picking their skin we've actually worked with someone a young lad who was doing that he was picking his skin you know um, and things like that so to get him away from that we gave him something that he could feel and then anchored that feeling and it just gave him something to kind of nervous when he was nervous but it was something that his parents gave him so it gave him confidence and love and whatever yeah. sort of feeling that he needed so it's a long-winded explanation of an anchor there um but they always get confused people get confused with them and i think they're really powerful and they can be if you use correctly and the whole point of anchors is we have to constantly charge them up so i've got ones where that i'll use when i'm training because they're kind of like a power thing it gives me strength it gives me you know that drive when i'm feeling tired and you know say he was out for a run you get that tired point um i clench my fists together some oh, okay. people don't like those ones because they think of it's quite aggressive thing, but it comes from Thai boxing when I've got my gloves on. And if I'm about to spar with someone or when I have fought in the past, I couldn't take my gloves off and start doing other anchors. All I could do is clench my fists in the gloves. So it was kind of like in that point was like, oh, I need this by clenching my fists. It, it felt like I was getting that little sort of power and that confidence to yeah. sort of push on and, and things like that, which I needed. Um, anyone who watches, and this is where my geeky side's going to come out now. Uh, <laughs> anyone who, I quite, I quite like manga, um, watch Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if you would have seen Dragon I haven't Ball seen Z. it. No, I used to love it. Um, I still do like it, to be honest. I'm a big kid. But in that, like when they power up, so they like power up to when they yeah, do like yeah, fight, yeah. it's like a big martial yeah. art thing. They are, people aren't going to be able to see what people that know will get will get it. They they sort of stand and they they grip their fists and they kind of oh, like, I love that. like you were saying like with like ripping the top. Yeah, 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 so it's yeah. like a real power stunt. Um, so for me, that's one that I'll do when I'm training. And what I'll do is when I'm feeling uh, when I'm feeling really strong, uh, confident, like you know things are going really well. You you're meant to charge your anchors oh, yeah, yeah, at those yeah. points or whatever it is that you're trying to feel. So I'll do it then because then you're charging it up because you're charging that feeling to it. And then when you need it and you aren't feeling that great, you're feeling tired, you're feeling weak. The idea is you do the move or the affirmation or whatever it is, and that will then give you that little feeling of right. I'm, I've got some strong. I'm, you know, I've got energy. I can do this. I'm confident. Whatever it is that you're putting to whatever that anchor is so you see a lot of sports people do it and you know we've yeah. worked with um like a pro golfer and we got him doing some of these things for when yeah. he went out and set a routine so yeah. just before taking a shot he'd have an anchor that he would do it and it could just be even like gripping the golf yeah. club it could be a certain movement or whatever it was um so yes yeah, so they can be really really powerful things um and again like i said you know it can be affirmations it can be a movement that you do power stances i love the power stances one um there's a guy, I can't remember his name, but he's a really well-known speaker. Um, it's going to really annoy me now. 
but he trains like other speakers and things like that and he uses power stances quite a lot because he's like right. a nervous wreck before going on stage he's like yeah absolutely yeah like um, crapping it I was yeah. going to try not to swear then, but he's absolutely shitting it and he does he says I've done like thousands of talks yeah. in front of thousands millions of people but every time I shit myself so he yeah. has a routine that he'll do but what his little power stance that he's anchored is just before going on he gives himself two pumps in the chest puts his arm up but he'll <laughs> do it just as he steps onto stage right so it's like so he'll be nervous, 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 and he'll go boom, 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 and he'll just step straight out. Straight so he's in, like yeah. stepping into yeah. who he wants to be and who, yeah. like, who he wants to in create. Um, yeah, that's it. And there's actually a technique in NLP, which we call the circle of excellence, where, and I use this actually on one of our, on our keynote speak talk that we done, which oh, you nice. wouldn't, probably wouldn't have noticed that I was doing it. But um, so you've got like, you can draw a circle on the floor, you can do it, you can people pretend that they've got a circle in their pocket and they chuck it on the floor. I have it on my ring. So I tap my ring, which is one of my anchors. And then I, I was too busy. I, pretended I took it off. I was too busy. <laughs> yeah. to <be> Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's watching us. You're freaking pretending to rip your shirt off. I'm standing there clenching my fists. like a mad madman <laughs> and pretending to chuck things on the floor. <laughs> but like, yes, yeah, so it's like circle of excellence. And the idea is like, you'd, you'd take this circle, draw on the floor, whatever it is. And you practice it by, um, yeah. And you could, with anchors, you can uh, stack anchors. So you can have multiple emotions on one, one thing. Obviously you kind of want them to be all be similar. You don't want to get energy, confidence, all this stuff. And then one calm. Yeah. on the same one because it's it's counteracting each other yeah. um so the idea would be you know you create this circle on the floor picture something like a, what what do i want in it okay i want confidence okay so when was a time i was really confident take yourself back to that time and then as that confidence um, builds up you then step into the circle so you physically step forwards and you're confident but you, you know you live in that moment again you know um turn the picture up sound up the feelings that you're feeling as it starts to ease off you step back out and then you could power that up again with confidence or you could go all right i want love i want acceptance i want all these things and you can kind of stack them up but then the idea so what we've done on the keynote is i had sort of been working on this and this was when i was actually going through my uh nlp qualification at the time so i was like perfect opportunity kind of like what you've done with with um what you you went through with your doctorate perfect opportunity to go right this is a real stressful situation yeah let's see if what we talk about yeah actually helps and works which we know it does because it's, it's proven to but yeah there's no better person than yourself to test it on you know so Definitely. um so what i was doing is for our one is i would pretend i'm taking like just as we stepped up so while you're you was talking because you introduced introduced it yeah. i pretend i took like my ring off and like kind of threw it on the floor, but without kind of people knowing, obviously people can't see us watching eventually when this goes on YouTube, you'll be able to see, but I kind of like pretended to kind of take my finger and just sort of flung it uh, onto the floor. And then when I spoke, I stepped forwards. So I stepped into it to do the talk. And then when it went back to you, I'd step out. So I used it in that way. So every time I stepped in, it meant I like confident like let's speak out because one of my things when I was younger which is a limiting belief um I'm very very shy as a kid yeah. I didn't like talking to people was like really quiet and we spoke about this before actually um you know there's certain situations where sometimes I'll, I'll go back like that I'll go quite quiet and I could be in a room full of people and I'm just like yeah. I just want to keep myself to myself and 
can't think of what to say and stuff like that. So that was one of my things I wanted to work on. I wanted to make sure when I stepped out, because that was, to me, was hell on earth, was trying yeah, to, yeah, was yeah. thinking I'd want to talk in front of a load of people. Now it's becoming a lot easier for us. And I tell you, I've got, I've got an interesting question for you then, because this well, then. Is one, of, one of my things that makes me anxious is, I don't, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I often am the first one to speak. So like a lot of the presentations we do, podcast introduction, you know, that that is like, it's all, I've almost unconsciously anchored my confidence to that first line of a talk. Um, I don't, and I don't know if, if like, I don't know how, I'd, you know, if you or whoever like introduced us, um, whether I'd, because I, I do, I feel really anxious, really anxious, really anxious until that first word comes out. And it's almost like, oh, like I'll be fine once I get that introduction out. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. how, do, how do you feel about, because I've never, we've never really chatted about that as in like, you know, I normally just introduce us. Uh, does that like help your anxiety? Are you happy, like ha- not having the pressure of the introduction or do you, or do you think like, um, you know, you'd rather be that person because maybe you need to introduce the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, because it, it worked. This is where it's quite nice. It works out quite nicely for us because I've always been, um, I've always kept myself quiet. I've kept myself at the back of things and stuff like that. It's just where I, I was, a, as we say, there is no such thing as an unconfident person, but used to think I was an unconfident yeah. person. Um, and that's down to loads of things, you know, things that have happened in the past where I might have mucked things up or just quite yeah. shy, quiet. And, you know, we could really delve into it and pick each other's brains around families and whatever yeah. they've done to us bloody families <laughs> and just you know and, and things like that and then obviously we work on it and as we know you know confidence equals confidence but that works quite nicely for me because i i overthink the yeah. what i've got to say so the first right. few things so right. normally if i've got to introduce something if i've had to plan it I kind of struggle with it, if yeah, you see what I mean, yeah. because I'll, I'll be like, that's oh, not good enough. Oh, what am I going to yeah, say? It's yeah, got to be yeah. perfect. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. Whereas if someone else does it, so it's this why work, we work quite well together. If yeah. you just take the introduction in my head, I go, right, well, you're in it now. That's it. You've got to yeah, like, yeah. just step up, go for yeah, it. Yeah. And that takes the pressure off. Whereas as soon as you, you like, and we've done it loads of times. We've done it yes, uh, yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. doing a video. He <laughs> was like, yeah, yeah, you introduce. I just yeah. kept mucking it up. I kept getting it wrong because in my head, I'm like, you've got to get it perfect. You've got to get it right. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. where, you know, perfectionism comes in and it's all about taking a imperfect action and stuff like that, which is something we, we talk about quite a lot. Um, so for me, that's then like that imperfect action. It's like, right, you're in it now. Right? Yeah. You can't, because yeah. I can't leave someone else to do it. So in my head, I want to shy away and go and hide. Like, like you were saying with, um, uh, yeah. with, with what you've just done. But when we've ever done anything, everyone always comes across being like, "Yo, you're so confident." That's really, yeah. yeah. And it's like yeah. you're putting on that extra act, yeah. So people don't know you're absolutely crapping yourself. Um, and then I like my thing is, I'm like, "All right, just leave him to it. He, he's got it. I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna run away." But because you've done it, I can't leave someone else. I can't leave someone behind. Leave it's me in the trenches. Sort of, yeah, it's that sort of thing. It's like, right, we're in it now. That's it. Right, yeah. I've got it. I've got his back. Right, let's fucking do this. We'll and then fight, that's it. And then, yeah, lives, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what helps. Yeah, so that's what helps me. Is, so it actually works quite nicely because as soon as you start, I'm like, right, you can't run away now. Yeah. You've got you to just go for it. Definitely. So, okay. No, I think that's really, yeah. yeah. 
I, t- I say that until you do a talk and I don't come out and I'm like, <laughs> I've run off in the background. <laughs> oh, I've got to do this. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, and you know, the imperfect action links in really nicely, actually, because, I mean, that's one of my big beliefs. There's so many people who have these plans, ambitions and thoughts, do fuck all about them because they're trying to make perfect plans. Whereas, you know, even when we launched our business, we it wasn't perfect and it's changed multiple times, but it's now pretty perfect. Um, so like it, it allows you to take progress and so also imperfect action allows you to deal with that anxiety as well. So if you've, for example, like booked something in for a few weeks time, even though you might not be ready and you're kind of like, oh, I'll just, I'll just deal with it at the time. Like I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll come, I'll, I'll have come up with a plan by then, you know, that's, it's almost forcing you to take, make progress. So a lot of us put on, so, you know, for example, we had a talk, uh, like we were delivering at a conference, we accepted the gig, but didn't have a fucking clue what we were going to talk about. And at the time we were like, shit, what on earth are we going to say? We've got to talk in front of hundreds of people. But by the time we got there, like we knew what we were going to talk about and we'd planned and stuff. But a lot of time people will be like, oh, fuck that. I don't know what I would say. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't know what I would say. So yeah, I think in perfect action, it's what, it's what one of my big values really, or beliefs. Like it, that's, that's what helps you progress. Yeah. And it is now like I was one of those people and I've, there's countless and countless of things. And again, you know, can't dwell on it. This is more stuff I have to I work on myself, private, personally with coaching um, is like, I was one of those people that I just wouldn't do things because yeah. I'm nervous. So I don't feel confident in it. Or I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of stress to come talk in front of people or you know all, yeah. the, all these things and i've constantly battled that um throughout whatever i've done as a career even though you know i've been personal trainer for years you know had a really good business at it before like, before moving up here and obviously left that behind and we started saying different even when every time i met a new client part of me would always be going yeah. just cancel it don't bother don't yeah. bother you're like you're not good enough you're not and you've got all these things that go which can hold people back um, oh, yeah. I think it might have been who you your look you're trying to be a lookalike for or Gary V. But um, it might be a Gary V thing. It might not be. But Gary V has one thing. Yeah, one thing that really stuck with me about um, imperfect action. This is when I was kind of learning learned about it. Um, was someone said if you're for sure it's seventy percent. If you're seventy percent there, just do it. Yeah, yeah. Because you're never going to be a hundred percent. Because things like you mentioned, things will change, things will grow. You'll get better at stuff. You'll, um, you know, you'll you'll be working on something, and then a client might give you feedback, and then you might go, "Oh, do you know what? Actually, yeah, I probably should change that because that's not working." So you, yeah, you're never going to be a hundred percent, and if you're always waiting for that, yeah. you're probably never going to do it. And that's what I used to do. I'd be like, "Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not good enough for that yet. I need to learn more about this. I need to do more of this. I need to do that. I need to do that." And it's like, well actually no you know more than enough or you're good enough what it is you've got most of what you need to do out there the rest will come as you're doing it yeah Yeah, so and like we said with our business things have changed and then we've kind of found our niche we settled into it and even then there's still there's still things we've got to work on we've got a list of stuff we want to work on for next year to make things even better than what they have been and um and stuff like that and that comes from actually just getting on with it and doing it exactly because if you don't do it you're never going to know what you need to change and and where it's going to take you, you know, and then That's you've got right. that point of um, if you if you do fail, what what like what can we change that to? You know, failure. You can just learn from it, 
but there is such a thing as failure. And nice. I love this. And this is something that um, actually one of my, my coaches, um, Liam Jones Collins mentioned and, and talks about is because uh, with NLP, there's this whole point of, you know, there's no such thing as failure. It's just learning. You learn from it. What have you learned? All this stuff. But, you know, he's like, actually, no, there is a fa- there is failure. There's failure if you don't take action on what you've yeah. learned, yeah. which is really important. It's like, yeah, great. You've learned something from it. But then if you go and do the same thing again, or you don't do anything about it, then, yeah, you have failed. But if you then go, right, I've learned from that. All right, next time I do this, this is what I'm going to do. This is the action I'm taking on it. Yeah. Then you haven't failed. Then you're learning and you're stepping forwards. And one of my favorite quotes, that um, uh, fail early, fail often, fail forward. So you're constantly moving forwards and things. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my my take on imperfect action. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love it. I think uh, I think the failures one's so interesting because the a lot of people just don't don't take that action, and it's it's sad to me a lot of the time that people are. I, I have an opinion that people are satisfied too too easily, and um, don't don't really push push the limits of what they can actually do. And that's not, not to say like, you know, everyone's built differently. I happen to have a mindset where I want to be the baddest motherfucker walking. Not everyone has to have that, which is fine. Um, it just makes my perception of what they are achieving. You know, it, it sometimes saddens me because I've seen, so I struggled at school, um, you know, found it very challenging. Um, and, then happen to do do degrees and stuff but i've seen a lot cleverer or i don't know if cleverer is the right word or even a word but people who it's are meant to be a doctor guys and I you know, can't even get funny english right? <laughs> <laughs> who are, are more academic than me who 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 learn easily you know who could you know do do really clever shit not not really take advantage of that potential um, or, you know, and similarly, sports people who've like been incredibly gifted for, for a poor phrase, but then not be willing to put the work in to achieve that. Um, you know, and I think I think that, you know, it, it, it's it's just different people's perceptions and things. But, you know, I, I um, it's it's not what we're about, is it? I don't think that, uh, you know, wolves don't do that. So, yeah. No, nah, I say it, but like. Like you said, like it, get, it gets to me. This is where I get really passionate with things and depending on what we're talking about, whether it's mental health, just whatever in life, you know, yeah. people accept their circumstances too much. You know, they, they're like, well, that's what's happened to me. That's what's going on. This is life now. This is what I'm going to deal with for the rest you, of my life. I'll tell you what's going to... I want to throw a little grenade in here. Because oh, I, I haven't got something, but I, I think you have. So I don't believe in the phrase a forever house now i know you you've got a lovely house and you call it your forever house i think what's your what's your thoughts on that before i go in on mine uh well one it's not me who calls it a forever house <laughs> right okay uh, th- this house this is this is in terms of it's it's we call it um a family house as in because we're at that stage of life now where we're and thinking just, about maybe having a family and whatever but and just to so clarify rob rob's house is fucking huge with a massive garden and a fucking you would look at him and go fucking hell that's a forever house if i've seen one 
So I like that you don't think it's that. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Um, like I could stay in it forever. Like it is, it is lovely. And yeah, I love yeah, yeah. where, where, uh, yeah, we've put, we've obviously had to adapt and we've put the treatment room and things like that. I get to look back at the house and it's yeah. one of those things I look at. And I'm like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's a push, push me forwards. Um, also got to think again, if we're talking around those sort of things, value for money up in the North is uh, <laughs> a lot different to the Southeast. So our house, our house, down south like this one only cost a little bit more than i one down down south yeah. and that was um you know a lot smaller than what this is yeah like this is like twice the size but only for a tiny bit more so again it's value for money and things like that but no i don't i don't see it as my forever house because it's not got what i need in terms of or you, you know this um yeah I brought it up. I oh, actually got a podcast interview. The the one, you know, I want a hobby farm and things yeah. like that. You know, it's something I aim for to have, um, and to be able to give back with it to, uh, you know, people in need or education or whatever, or whatever it is. You know, having like therapy animals and stuff like that. I'm a big believer in that. That there's a lot that can be done with it. Um, it's something I want to do to give back. So I'm not there yet because that would be my forever house. If you, if you see what I mean. But yeah. then again you're always growing everything's always changing your tastes always change your life always changes you know so it's it yeah it depends on i guess where you are and where you are in life that you know because again yeah uh, me and my wife always talk about going moving back to australia you know we've always planned on going back to australia and things like that whether it ever happens we don't know like um the plan is when we have kids when they hit a certain age, that's when we'd look to go because it's just before they start making friends and going to schools and things. We know a few people that have done that and then moved over there. It makes the transition a lot easier. Um, but that may never happen because other things change. You know, I would never thought I was going to be living in the Northeast, but here I am. Your life <laughs> changed forever. <laughs> well, yeah, worse. I mean, I, I, I bring it up, not again, you know, if you've listened to any of our stuff, something that my, my mindset completely changed around tangible objects. So my my whole thing about gratitude is very much doesn't care the size of the house. As long as I got my wife, my dog, my cat, that's like my my thing that keeps me keeps me going every day. The, the thing about the forever house is the accepting of this is the best I can get or this is the stand this is this is it and you know what if you if you found a house that you're happy with a good size that suits you in the neighborhood that you like you know what you know that's it's personal to you you're, you've got every right to choose your own house but for me it was that it's that marker of you know your house in a lot of people's um kind of cultures and, and so i think in britain certainly it's like you know you once you buy in, buy in a good house, you know, you can, you can start to see where you're at. And for me, those people who are like 20, 25 buying this, this little house or whatever. And they're like, that's my forever home. I'm never going to move. Um, it's just, again, something that my mindset doesn't align to. I always want to be, be striving for the next thing. Um, and I know that's been a negative in the past because I took too much work on, but in terms of like what I, I, in terms of my vision board, for example, you know, it's it's not a little ter- a little three two two bed terraced house on a council estate. It's you know, it's 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 something a lot um, a lot bigger in a lot of ways. Um, you know, so it was it's that 
feeling of being satisfied. That's what I'm trying to get out. I, I don't like that feeling of acceptance of where, where you are. I always, always want to be feeling like I'm progressing. And that kind of links into the talk as in the podcast, you know, taking that imperfect action, making progress, dealing with fucking really stressful and terrifying events uh, in a positive way. Um, you know, it allows you to feel like you are making that progress. So yeah, it's definitely not the the tangible house. It's more of that feeling of, you know, making progress, never being satisfied with where you are and always wanting to to take that action to move yourself forward. Yeah, it's about like, yeah, I get that. Because it's, it's weird. I'm sure it's, I'm sure someone said this before. It's like in us to always strive <laughs> to do more and things like that. You know, yeah. And especially a big thing that gets to me is, the human potential like yeah. people have got so much potential that they can reach and it's and not you know not just talking from like houses and things like that um just like in themselves and stuff but it's yeah it's when you get people that and there's nothing again there's nothing wrong with it if you're happy in whatever you're doing and that and that's what it is that's just how you see your life and things but it's it's yeah it's just when people get that um like i was saying earlier they're like, oh, this is just me now. This is it. This is just yeah, life. Like, I, I know people that do this as well. They go, they, yeah, they go, oh, they've got, I know they're not in a great relationship. They've got kids and things. Yeah, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, well, that's just it though, isn't it? You know, no one's yeah. ever happy. Why not? Why, yeah. why can't you be happy with your wife and your family or your partner and your family and things like that? I don't get that. Like it's, yeah. it's, and it's like when you get that mentality and I know loads of people do it and they just go, you know, you just, I just go to work. I come back. I just pay the bills. She just wants this off me. Oh. That's it. But I'm like, well, you know, change it. Change, change it. it. <laughs> no, it's like, why? It's like, no, nah, it's just life though, isn't it? It's just normal. That's just normal, isn't it? It's like, oh. what, being absolutely miserable oh, and I know. like hating your life and not wanting to come home. I couldn't imagine not wanting to come back and no. be with my wife or, you know, even things yeah. like that. It's horrible. Like, obviously, if that happens, then it's time to work on it or yeah. unfortunately you have to move on and things like that. But, yeah, there's there's stuff you can work on with it. Um, but it's not just that. It's just, yeah, when people just kind of go, you could even say it's that fixed mindset. Yeah, It's that yeah, this yeah. is my, I don't know. Like people with fixed mindsets believe that they have like a set amount of intelligence, they have a set amount of potential in life. They've got a set amount of this. And it's like, no, you haven't. You've, there's so much you can do. Yeah. You know, you hear story. That's why I love empowering stories. And, and oh, yeah. you know, what we, what we get to do when we reach out to people and chat to people, some of the stories people come back with and things, it's yeah. like, wow, it's amazing. Like what they've overcome or they've done or the journey they're on. And it just shows it. It doesn't matter where you are. You, you've got so much potential. We're not saying you're then going to be um, like Einstein or like Michael Jordan or, you know, something like that, because again, there's other factors that go into it, but that doesn't mean you haven't got the potential to be whoever, like to be who you want to be or be your best version. Yeah. But then is there ever a best version? Cause you should always, I, in my head, and this yes, is for me, no, okay, for yeah, this is my, my, uh, my personal opinion is, I don't think there is a best version because you always want to know more. You always want to learn more. I do anyway. That's why I'm always jumping on courses and things like that. And it's not to better, um, well, it is to better my knowledge to help other, to help more people. But actually most of it is to help me because I want to understand more about myself and what I can push myself to achieve, which just in turn tends to give value to other people because what you learn, you then pass on to others. And it's that whole um, kind of what we want to do. We do the try and do with the mastermind. It's that, um, stone in the pond effect 
yeah. stoning you know we give you tools frameworks are hopefully going to help you but then hopefully from that you then talk to other people you teach it to kids family members people in the street whatever it is and then that helps more people more people more people oh, um, yeah. and that's what it is yeah so i'm yeah bit of a rant but yeah i'm a big believer in you can do more and your circumstances aren't who you are and they don't have to stay like that and it really annoys me <laughs> i get so annoyed because i'm thinking of a certain person at the moment <laughs> I, I have i have this conversation with so many people yeah like weekly um that i've known for years and years and years and i love them dearly and part of and it's probably part of my own my own okay i guess would be not an issue it could be an issue in some ways i guess but it really gets to me and I shouldn't let it get to me because obviously that could cause me to get depressed and anxious and, and whatever that when you see people that you love, like friends, family or whatever, and that's what they believe. They believe that this is just me. I'm just yeah. this. My life is just crap and awful and, yeah. and it's never yeah. going to change. It's like, and it, it really annoys me because I'm like, yeah. you can change it. It's hard bloody work. Yes. Yeah. We're not saying it's easy, but you've got to take some kind of action, imperfect action or whatever it is, you know, just start the ball rolling. You can do it. And they're like, no, I can't. It's like, well, and you give examples of people or they give you examples of people. Oh, do you remember blah, blah, that we went to school with and things. Oh, have you seen what they've done? Do you remember that they came <laughs> yeah. from this? And it was like this awful life that they had. And now they're doing this. And it's like, yeah, you could do that. Exactly. Like you're not going to do the same because you're not the same person. Everyone's individual, yeah. but you could still change your life. And that's, it's, and that's what gets to me. But then I think that's where, with what we're doing, I really feel like I've found my right path and what I'm doing because yeah. that's what I want to get across to people. I want to help people Definitely. and go, you know, we can, you can do this. You can change things, but yes, it's bloody hard. And, you know, everyone who listens to us, we are very open about what we talk about. You know, we have days like that. We have times where we like, God's sake, Adam, this is just shit. Life's crap. I hate it. I just need to de-stress. I need to go and do things. And then, you know, we're open about it because no one's finished up like perfect article or finished article, whatever it is. We're all learning. We're all getting better. We all have down days. We all have real tough challenges that come up in our lives. We all do things like wrong now and again, you know, we might make a mistake and that then cascades into something else. But again, that doesn't define who we are. We can grow and learn and, and change it, change it and stuff. So and I think that's when you start to to really see what someone's made of in those situations. There's you know, there's there's people when they face controversy or challenges who accept it and go, yeah, like you mentioned, this is where I am, like even when they're presented. So we we talk to a lot of people and who are challenged with their mental health, we say, we have both been in your situation. We've developed a course you can do that takes you through a step-by-step guide. And by in eight weeks time, you will no longer have these mental health issues. And those, a lot of, well, not a lot of the time because our courses are, are fairly well attended, but those people who turn that down kind of go, oh, well, no, that's not for me. I can't do that. And, you know, we'll stay with a mental health issue probably for the rest of their lives because they're not willing to take that action and to change. Whereas the other other half of people go, you know what, fucking hell, I'm not, not accepting where I am. I'm not accepting that I'm bringing others down. I'm going to take some imperfect action, work through this course and come out of it the other side. So, yeah, I think it's just really interesting that when people are given given an out, given an option to take action and kind of back away from it. It tells you a lot about that person. So um, 
yeah, I, th- I think as Wolves, we would always accept that help, that challenge, not necessarily our course, but any any support and, yeah. you know, start to move forward and to progress. So, um, yeah, take major imperfect action is, yeah. as always. I'd say on that note, though, we've got quickly just uh, to cover cover some things with what you said. Obviously, we don't, we can't say that you won't have mental health problems issues and things like that after taking a course because you know it's not that's not what it is but the but the research behind what we do in self-development and the things and the tools and the frameworks that that we chuck on the mastermind that we are teaching you that we give you will have an effect if you take action on them it will you know they're proven to have a positive effect you know you're dealing with building confidence you're learning how to um tackle fears and things like that which causes anxiety Anxieties and you know, major anxieties and stuff, you know, all these different things, your nutrition, exercise, if you implement them, they will help you along the journey. Obviously, they have with us, you know, that's why we're so passionate about it. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's just a good point to say, like, obviously, we're not saying that's that's going to fix you, you're going to be cleared of everything. But you can't get fixed because you're not broken. Exactly, exactly. And that's it. And But you can, can make you a big, yeah, you can make a big improvement on it. And that's what we want with the mastermind it's it's giving you some tools and frameworks which are going to help you on that journey which have helped so many thousands of millions of people we're not saying from us but we're just saying people that it'd be nice eventually one day but um like we're just saying that because there's so much research behind it now you know there's a reason why it's it's out there there's a reason why i was actually saying that i was listening to podcast before we jumped on um and they were talking about what's happening in the world right now. Yeah, we can't yeah. we can't ignore it, COVID and so on. So depending on when you listen to this, hopefully it's all yeah. over in so hopefully, many years' time. Yeah. But um, it's someone was saying, you know, it's been a real punch in the gut for the world, but it's also been a thing that's told everyone, right? You need to be working on your mental health yeah. and yeah. things like that. You've now people are now realizing how important it is and how important things like gratitude training are, how important exercise is, your nutrition is, all these things have an effect not just on your body but on your mind and stuff. And that's what we're trying to get across yeah. on the mastermind and help you along that journey. Um sort of sort of with that. But on that note of what you're talking about of that uh of people that get offered these this help or they get offered things but because of their their mindset and what they're what they're in they're not noticing these opportunities coming their way they might be seeing them as oh actually that's just gonna be a tough challenge i can't i can't do that rather than actually that's an opportunity for me to become better and get out of what what i'm doing and again i've got a perfect person who's doing this and i can't make i can't name them um I don't, they don't listen i don't think hopefully but um it's like they've got that at the moment they're in this little world where they just think that life is happening to them not for them yeah as much as i talk to them i get daily messages and calls from this person and they're very close to me but um and you sort of like you give it you got you can't really help you know you, you try and guide and stuff and that's what we do you know as coaches we guide people we don't give give advice and, and stuff like that we drop bits of of content which may help people or maybe or been things that have helped us or research that does help um and stuff in terms of that kind of advice but yeah and they've got these opportunities just being chucked in front of them like job offers yeah. and stuff and they're like yeah but I, like i'm just a nobody i can't do nothing my life's not really gonna change i do a job that i hate job opportunity comes in they tell me about it i'm like so, so you're gonna do it um I am, but I'm not very good at writing uh, CVs and letters. I need to do a new CV and letter. I haven't done one for done one for years. A week later, yeah. oh, so did you do it then? Did you get on with it and do it? Did you get anyone to help you? Nah, nah. They, they, I was going to get 
whoever it was, like wife or girlfriend or whatever, yeah. um, to help me. But she was busy, so I didn't bother. Yeah. And it's like, so you've just missed that chance of yeah. like, get off your ass and do it yourself. Yeah. Like, and then give it to someone and they might be able to help you. Yeah. The person who I'm talking about has got loads of people that would have helped them and done it, for, and, you know, even pretty much probably ripped the bloody thing for them yeah. to kind of get them out of this, this sort of funk. But, and that's their mindset. That, that's what they believe they want to be in. So they, unfortunately, it might not change. Hopefully they will. Because um, again, it's something you know, I love, love dearly in that and I'd like to see them do well. Like I'd want to see everyone that I meet and come across and things yeah. do well in their life. Uh, but yeah, and it's those sort of things. But his mindset is, this is my life. My life is this. I'm living in a midlife crisis and it's just whatever, whatever, whatever. But I can't change. Age. and he's like yes you can and he's just yeah. missing everything where someone else when they change that mindset to actually okay life is happening for me not to me they they would see that interview and go right, i've got to write a new cv i've got to do this that's gonna be really tough right how am i gonna get that done to be able to apply for this job because that job could lead me to this 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 it could change what i need to change okay there's so much content online about learning how to write a cv maybe yeah. i could do that maybe someone in my family could help me and then and so on exactly. and then if they if they're busy and they can't they'll probably go i'll just get started i'll just do it and i'll give it a go i'll give it in because i'll learn from it i may get an interview I may not get an interview hopefully i'll get some feedback which a lot of jobs tend to do now they give yeah. you feedback then you can learn yourself you're learning exactly. that process yourself yeah. and things so like yeah it's just those different mindsets it's that kind of growth and fixed mindset if you want to kind of look into it um but yeah it really annoys me basically people you've got so much potential get out there and just <laughs> do it <laughs> but i was one of them i was one of them i used to sit back and i'd ignore things and i did i hated getting help from other people yeah and that can be a talk for another day because otherwise we're running out of time but i was like that like and i have been like that because this person i'm talking about even says you've changed so much in the last yeah. like, year you've gone from this really quiet shy person to now going this is what i want to do with my life this is what i'm doing this is how yeah. i'm going to do it you know we've got years in the industry and wellness and fitness and stuff like that it's like right let's just jump on it now i know i've got what i can yeah. do um and they you know and they're saying it constantly which is good because for me it gives me confidence it gives me that competence of oh okay yeah i am on the right path like people are noticing that i've changed and stuff and but changing in a good way um, because it's taken me to where I want to go with life. And then I'm just like, he's like, yeah, but I can't do that. Yes, you can. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant over. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Well, on that note, guys, we have, we have had a chat about a few things, definitely dealing with anxiety, dealing with challenging big situations, taking imperfect action, never settling for where you're at. We've covered everything kind of links together, but we'll cover quite a few, few bits today, which is uh, always good. Yeah, it's good. I don't know what I'm gonna oh, cover gonna the title it. for this one. Huh? <laughs> Rant number two, I think. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening or watching. Remember, you can head over to legacypartnership.com for more information or jump on any social media platform at Legacy Partnership. And we will see you or hear from you on the next one. Take care.